podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome along to the Invincible Podcast with my man, Lee, the judge judges, <laughs> brought to you today by AFTV Pick 10. Don't forget, you can play your Pick 10, um, easy to play. The link is in the description. You can also scan the QR code, £11,500 to give away this week. Later on, we're going to be going through our Pick 10s here on the podcast. But um, yeah, let's talk Arsenal. Let's first of all talk about the transfer window. I'll tell you what, yesterday was the first time over the whole month that I've got a decent, you know, really had a lovely sleep. I did nothing because it was the first day that I didn't have to get up, yeah. crack a dawn, do loads of research on players we've been linked to. And it was lovely. It was lovely just to know that it's done and dusted and all over. Um, let's just remind everybody of the players, um, the main players that came in and out. In to Arsenal um, came Leandro Trossard, for around about £21 million. Um, also, uh, Jakob Kivior, he came in for uh, £21 million as well. And the final player, controversial, with a lot of Arsenal fans, and we'll be discussing this, Jorginho, who came in for initial £10 million, rising to £12 million with add-on. So, roughly, we spent just over £50 million in the January transfer window. Outgoings, and they were all on loan. Cedric um, on loan till the end of the season. He went to Fulham. Albert Sambi Lokonga joined um, Crystal Palace on loan. So those were the uh, those were the sort of headline. Um, Marquinhos as well. Oh yeah, Marquinhos. Sorry, Marquinhos as well went to Norwich yeah. City on loan. So those were the headline ones that happened. Um, Lee, what did you make of the transfer window? What did you what would you rate? Arsenal's January transfer window out of 10? Oh, listen, I, I don't think it was ever going to... We're in a position at this moment in time where when you rate a transfer window, you ain't going to get a 10 out of 10 on all that because, you, you know, we're looking at squad players. I look at it now and I, I, 6 out of 10, it weren't fantastic, but what it done is I look at our bench now and I don't see, and I know disrespect to the youngsters being on it that, that are just on there to fill it up. We've got a bench now that can take us deep into the uh, title challenge is what we want. Whether it's enough to to, to win the league and, and also the Europa League, I, I'm not so sure. So that's why I feel it's a little bit, yeah, because I think that probably one short in midfield, if I'll be really honest. But listen, you know, Hopefully, people have put themselves back in the freezer now because they've had a meltdown in the last couple of days. Yeah, it's let, been let, well, let, let's, let's just jump it's straight into incredible. it. I mean, I, I give the uh, I give the transfer window. I think I, the other night I said I give it a seven and a half. Really, as much yeah, as yeah, yeah, I give it a seven and a half, right? And I got absolutely slaughtered for that, right? Because <laughs> I said the same thing. We got in, we covered areas what we needed, and in Leandro Trossard, and in Jorginho, we've got ready-made players yeah. that are ready to go. Right, you've seen Leandro Trossard in the two games he's played, one one he started against Man City, and the other one when he came on against Manchester United. Two huge games, remember, for a player you've just signed. Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah, of players. Jakob Kivior didn't play in any of those, did he? No, he's a new guy, got to acclimatize, got to get used to things, got to train with the other guys. Trossard, we were able to just throw him in in both of those. Yeah, 
because he's played in the league for the last few years. He knows Man City. He knows Man United. He knows what he's coming up against. And he did well in both games. And that's what you need. And in the signing of Jorginho, it's divided opinion, to say the least. You know, Chelsea retirement home and stuff like that. But for me, that signing made perfect sense. I heard about the signing the day before. Well, the possibility of the signing the day before. And I said this the other night when we was doing the live that I was at my son's football training and my mate is a Liverpool fan. He goes to me, Robbie, you seen this? Jorginho, you've been linked with Jorginho. And then I looked and I think it was uh, David Ornestein. He's very reliable on these things. Sort of said, you know, Arsenal, you know, turn their t- he advanced talks, <laughs> turned away from Casido and that. And I looked at it and I went, it makes perfect sense. Right. I said, and I, I remember I said to my mate, I go, as long as it's not a long-term, mm. it's not a long-term deal, it makes sense to me. And he goes, yeah, I guess it does. And then obviously the next day now, when we signed him, Meltdown, we did a live show, <laughs> right? You know, I say it was split actually. It was a lot of fans that were like, you know, makes sense. There was other fans that were like, why are we getting another Chelsea player? Mm. Is this the Chelsea retirement home? Why are we not doing what they're doing? They're getting Enzo Fernandez, you know, world record fee. We're bringing in Jorginho. You know, there was a lot of people. It was it was really split, really really split. But for me, I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah, look, listen, I, I I reference this in uh, the Forever Arsenal, um, and I'll say it again now. Like you know, look at. The reason that Arsenal fans have gone into meltdowns is because they've been led up the garden path by, not by Edu, not by Arsenal, but by the powers of B of Sky, media and everything like that. People turning around and saying, even Sky put it on there yesterday, like, oh, they went in for Casido and ended up with Jorginho, which is wrong. This is wrong, you know what I mean? The reason that yeah, we went in for... That's true, we did go for Casido. Yeah, yeah, but, we, but, but we didn't replace him with Jorginho. The reason that oh, Jorginho's yeah, yeah. come in is because... El Nenny's injured. Now, if you look at that from that point of view, it makes perfect sense. But we've been all led up that, you know, oh, we're going to get this plan in our, like, you know, haven't done, haven't done it with Man United when, when Ericsson's got injured. They brought in the Sabiza. And it's like, oh, that's good business. Like, but for us, it was, oh, he missed out on the £70 million player and end up with a Chelsea pensioner. That was where it was portrayed. And I can see why Arsenal fans cop the ump a bit, like, a little bit. like. But if you really look at it in the cool light of day, that is, <coughs> that is not what's happened. One of our, uh, our backups to Parte has got injured in, in training, probably going to be out for the season. Bringing in Jorginho to be that replacement is perfect sense. And I think it's a good deal. Absolutely perfect sense, right? Listen, yeah. we, it's, it's like you said, like, so if you actually look at the timeline of this thing, I know that they broke the news on the day that um, El Nenny's out and he's out for the season. Well, possibly the season, but he's going to be out for a long time, Yeah, right? They knew about a week ago he's going to be out for a long time. Yeah. They were pushing for Caicedo. I don't think they would have pushed so much for Caicedo if there hadn't been that injury. I think Caicedo was a summer target for yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. But they just said to themselves, right, you know what? El Nenny's out. Let's just go for this now. Let's just go and see if we can get this done now. They tried. I think 60, 65 million pounds for Caicedo is overpaying by at least 15 to 20 million. 100%. That's my opinion, right? 
They pushed hard for this. Brighton turned around and said he's not for sale. Remember, there was, there's been people saying to me, yeah, well, look what Chelsea have done. Are you forgetting? Chelsea went in for Caicedo as well. They put in a bid of £55 million. Not for sale. Brighton said, not for sale. We're not selling him. They were adamant they are not selling him. You've got to understand Brighton's position. Brighton are in a position where they can get into Europe. Yeah. For the first time, I, I don't even know if they've been in Europe before, but they, they can get into Europe this season. They've got a great chance of getting into Europe, not just that decent chance, a great, whether it be in the Conference League or the Europa League, they've got a great chance of getting into Europe. They're looking on it and saying to themselves, we can sell Caicedo if we want in the summer, but right now we need him for that push. He's one of our most important players, right? So they refuse to sell him. So when people are saying things like, you know, I had this on the show the other night where I'll just go and plonk down 100 million. It don't work like that. If somebody says he's not for sale and they're not budging, no. he's not for sale. You can get them even more upset. And there's been rumours that Brighton have been upset because of the second bid that Arsenal made, right? Because you can get them more upset and you still got to go and deal with them again in the summer. So you're better off pulling back and just saying it can't happen. Now, what I like about the Jorginho signing is I want to just refer people back to last summer. Remember what happened? It's deja vu. Mohamed yeah. El Neni got injured. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Mohamed El Neni got injured just before the summer deadline, right? So we then rushed out again because of the injury, because I think our business have been settled. On yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the injury to El Neni, we tried to get Douglas Luiz as a defensive midfielder in from Aston Villa. Aston Villa again, refused to sell. Didn't want to sell him. We put in two offers. They refused to sell him. We ended up, the window closed. We got nobody. Yeah. And all of us was moaning and saying, great window, but the only thing is, what happens if something goes wrong with Thomas Partey? We got no cover. No, we didn't. Right Now, we've been very lucky, very fortunate that as it goes, Thomas Partey's not been injured. The only one game he was injured for Man United. Man United away. What happened? We lost. We lost the game, right? So I think they've learnt from their mistakes and they said, listen, we got to get somebody in. Yeah. They've looked at the Jorginho situation. He's, he's contracts up in the summer. And they said to themselves, why don't we go for, why don't we go for him? He, you know, Arteta likes him. Hmm? He's, he's, I think he's a decent footballer. He's good. Listen, he's not Thomas Partey, but he's good on the ball. He's, he, he fits all the criteria for that position as a defensive midfielder. And the most important thing, he's experienced. Yeah, yeah. He can hit the ground running. Just like Trossard has, he can do the same. A lot of these other names that were being suggested, these are youngsters that are going to have to come in. Yeah. And again, they'll probably sit on the bench for the next month. Uh, I know that if there's a Thursday night game in the Europa League, exactly I that. can say to Thomas Partey, or if, if I was the manager, you can say to you, Thomas Partey, resting. take a rest, Georgina, you win. This guy's won the Europa League and the Champions League. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. And, and he's won the Euros of Italy. Yeah. And at that time when he won the Euros of Italy, people were recommending him to get the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. I think he won the uh, UEFA Player of the Season. Right, so I don't get, I understand the Chelsea part, yeah, I get that. I, and I understand that, you know, because of the money that Chelsea have been blowing left, right and centre and the fact that they've got Mudrick over us, I can understand where people will be a bit upset with this. But I'm sorry, for me, 
it's a deal that makes perfect sense. I look at it and, and, and I'm with you on this. Like, you know, the, the thing is, when, when they go back to the summer, they looked at it when, when El Nenny went injured. They could get away with it in the Europa League group stages. You could, you know, play a Sambi de Conga in there. And, and, you know, we struggled, if we'd be realistically, we struggled to win that, that group, you know what I mean? Which we, we, we shouldn't have done, but we did. Can't afford <coughs> to do that now going into the knockout stage. If you want to do well in that, you're going yeah. to have to, you've got to have decent players in there, like not, not players that are learning their trade. So that's why they've gone for it there. But going back with, 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 with Brighton, yeah, I think we might have uh, annoyed him, but we've had some sort of encouragement from that. What what happens now is, look, look, and you're dead right what you're saying. Brighton have got a chance. I don't, I've never, I don't remember them ever being in Europe. I don't, I don't remember them ever being in, in Europe. Europe. So if they have been, I, 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 you know, it's mm. a long while ago. Right, they've got a chance of it. They don't need the cash because they've got 60 yeah, odd million, money. they've got Trossard money, 60 odd million from the left bank, that they said, Cucurella for Chelsea. They don't need it, right? What their job now is, and I'm pretty sure it is that, you know, obviously like, he's unhappy that it's not happened and things like that. So what they're, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're on the negotiating table, look, see it, get here to the end of the season, get us into Europe and we'll let you go. And if you mm. want to go to Arsenal, you go. Arsenal come back in for <coughs> I don't, and I think that's it. Arsenal done everything they possibly could you know, even the players come out and said he wanted to go. Yeah. Well, I don't see what more Arsenal could do about it. And for, and for people to criticise and and slag off Edu for this and that, I I, I think you know, come on. There's been people saying mm. people saying to me things like, "Oh, yeah, Robbie, what do you work for the club or do you work for yeah, Edu or something?" Why? No, I understand the situation. I, I've been very vocal in criticising the club over the years in the transfer market when I'm I do the transfer daily. Yeah, yeah I have as right, well. But on this occasion, I think. They've been very smart in the decisions they've made when you consider the circumstances. And again, why should we really doubt them when we look at some of the signings they've made Exactly recently? that. Remember exactly when we was getting that. Aaron Ramsdale, we were all doubting that and saying, what's going well, on? Well, I have to say that. Look, at, look, that's what, that, you know, baffles me about people at times. You know what I mean? Like, like everybody wasn't... I, I, I never criticised the the signing of Ramsdale, what I criticised at the time was we had a good goalkeeper and I felt we needed the money on other additions. Yeah. But, but so, so you, you, like that decision you, to get so, Ramsdale. Exactly. As soon as you find out the, what's going on and the decision and all that, wow. But and also really, look at the evidence. And the evidence. But what, you know, he's got a fantastic relationship with the Arsenal fans, but he could have looked at that on his social media at the time and thought, oh, I ain't going but mm. he didn't, you know what I mean? So all credit to him. Look now. how well he's done. They're fantastic. Look how well Ben White's done. That was yeah. another one. That another one that doubted. got criticism. And look how well he's done, right? Jesus has been a great signing, right? People moaned because we didn't get Lissandro Martinez, right? But we got Zinchenko. Yeah. Is anyone moaning now? You know, you've got to give these signings a chance. Exactly but that. To me, it makes sense. We've got an experienced player as backup for our, our one of our most important players. And I'm I'm happy. I, do you know what the other thing I wanted to right? I I, I got this right. Um, I saw this yesterday. I want to ask you about this, Lee. Right. So, um, these are the ten most expensive Premier League players of all time. Yeah. At number ten, Wesley Fofana, seventy million pounds to Chelsea. At number nine, Virgil Van Dijk, seventy-four million pounds to Liverpool. At number eight, Lukaku again. Sorry, Lukaku, sorry. £74 million to Manchester United. At number seven, Jaden Sancho, £75 million to Man United. Cool. At number six, 
Harry Maguire, £76 million to Man United. At number five, Anthony, £83 million to Man United. At number four, Paul Pogba, £92 million to Manchester United. At number three, Lukaku again, £99 million to Chelsea this time. At number two, Jack Grealish, £103 million to Manchester City. And at number one, Enzo Fernandez um, of uh, Benfica, who's gone to Chelsea now for a world record, £106 million. Um, what? <laughs> Let's take Fernandez out of it. Take him out of it. Take yeah. Fernandez out of it um, because, you know... He's, There's more he's, flops he's, than, he's, than he's, successes. Uh, he's not... He's not obviously he's not played yeah. yet, right? Out of that ten, who's been a success? Well, um, Van Dyke has. Van Dyke, yep, yeah, without a doubt, Van Dyke's been a brilliant signing. Signing, and then I'm struggling. Maybe Jack Grealish because he's won a title. He hasn't been like Jack Grealish. Is, I don't he's not been, been the, 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 the Aston Villa Jack Grealish, has I, he? I, I don't think he's. I, I don't think he's been a good signing at all. You know, I mean, he's, he's yeah because he's not been the Aston Villa. Yeah, they won a title. How much did he contribute to that? He was a bit part player. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's starting to get a bit more playing time now. He's start, but he's so still, one, we're saying He's one. still not lit the place up, has he? Right? So we're saying one out of nine. Lukaku has flopped at both Manchester United and, and, and Chelsea. Um, Chelsea. Yeah. Pogba flopped at Manchester United. Yeah. Let's be real. Uh, yeah. Didn't live up to that 99 million. Anthony, all right. Jury's out. His first, the jury is out big time. Certainly doesn't look like a player worth that sort of mm. money. Harry Maguire, need I say any more? Jaden Sancho, need I say any more? Lukaku to Man Lukaku to Man United, need I say any more? And a bit harsh on Wesley Fofana because yeah, he has picked injured. up an injury, so we're yet to see. Right? You could throw in other guys into that mix, like Nicolas Pepe. Yeah. Flopped to Arsenal. Dem Seventy-two Dem what's million pounds. Spurs player. Dem um, I don't even know his yeah. name now. The but the point I'm trying to make. With, the point I'm trying to make with this, right? Yeah, I think I'm is that it's not. You may pay a load of money for a player, but there is no guarantee, no guarantee at all that that player is going to be you know, um, brilliant. So when all these fans are getting carried away and saying, they Chelsea have paid this for that, and what did we do? Look how excited we were about Pepe, like, like our fan base. Yeah. Didn't even know him really, did we? Come on, I, I, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I wasn't excited, I'm gonna, but I, I wasn't excited about that because... Um, <clears throat> I, I wanted Zaha like at that time, mm, but like so. But but at the end, the end of it, you know, seventy-five million hasn't worked. You know, look at Jaden Sancho. Oh, as I said, I mean, well, well, he I'm, was I'm, fantastic I'm, at Dortmund. We're fantastic. Yeah. It's so just not worked out. I think out. fans sometimes get off the fee. Get yeah. off the fee because it's a lot of people see the money that Chelsea are spending. We don't know yet, right? Nobody can compete with Chelsea as well with what they're doing. I mean, that's how they managed to get Mudrik. I mean, they offered Mudrick an eight-and-a-half-year contract. Mudrick's 22. Arsenal can't afford to do that. Arsenal can't afford to do that. Mudrick, Mudrick's 22. That means he, he'll still be at Chelsea until he's 30. Yeah. Guaranteed. Poor sod. Unless, <laughs> unless he, he gets moved on, right? And if you're Mudrick, listen, if you're Mudrick's agent, Arsenal are coming, they're offering you five years, Right? Chelsea are coming in off you eight and a half years. You're saying, yo. Yeah, but also, sign, Robert. You're yeah. saying, saying sign for Chelsea. That's that's security. Your life's set. Yeah. Right? And if they do decide to move you on, you stay put unless the club that's going to buy you matches the wages and the length of contract that you, you're on now. So if you're there for three years and 
you're bombing bombing out, which could happen. Look at some of the names yeah, I've named yeah, out. Yeah, there, right? exactly that. Stay put unless they can get you a five-year deal elsewhere, which will bring you up to the eight years, right, on the same money. And, and, and also, when you're negotiating that eight-year contracts, yeah, they're offering you more money. There's more. There's more money up, up like you know. I say Arsenal are offering eighty thousand. They can afford to go 110, 130, 140 thousand pound a week because they can cover it over eight years. They're spreading it over eight so years. Where Arsenal cannot do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they've got the advantage. Chelsea, the only one doing this, by the way. Of course they are. They're, they're, the, only they're, they're the only one doing it until it gets stopped now, which yeah. it will do. Like, you know, they've found the loophole. Whether you like it or whether you're not, they've, they've found that loophole. Good old Chelsea. Could, the only, it could the come only back club to bite that them, can like. dig out. I'll tell you what. It could come back to bite them. Oh, I hope it does. I hope it does. I'll say it now. I hope they're bust within a year. I really do like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but this is good old Chelsea. Like, you know, let's, let's find a way of getting ready. Let's find loopholes. I bet they're employing people to find loopholes. Classy club, by the way. Like other clubs are going by the rules and everything like, but let's try and find a way around all the rules because we're Chelsea Football Club. You know what I mean? Like, and then at the end of the day, they found a rule, they found a way for it. Fair play to them, and they, it means that they can get these players unfair advantage, yeah, unfair advantage to the likes of us. And like, now we got criticised, and Edu, oh, he's missed out on his. When you look at that. Would you want Arsenal to go down that route? No. Of eight, no, no, and put yourself financially... Unsustainable. Yeah. Unsustainable. Do you imagine if we got Pep, Pep for another six years? You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, yeah, you know that, I mean? that's it. That's a, great, that's a great scenario. Imagine if we'd signed Nicolas Pepe on an eight and a half year contract. Yeah? It would have sounded great at the time, but what would you be all doing there? Imagine, remember we, we was trying to move on Mesut Ozil. Yeah, you know, another six he, years of it. Yeah, he still had like about another two years left on his contract and we just couldn't get rid of him. No club would take him because of the wages he was on. And he ain't going to go. Right? He ain't going. He's like, I'll go, but you've got to find me somewhere who's going to match my wages. Or, or you or terminate my contract and pay it up. You and that's what, what we like, had to end up doing. And yeah. I think Chelsea will have to end up doing that with some of the players that they bought. But that's their problem. But I think the signings that we've made have been very, very sensible. Very, very Here, Here's another one for you. I wanted to ask you this, right? I don't know if you saw yesterday, Balogun scored a hat-trick. Yeah. Right? So he's now the top goal scorer in the French league. Yeah. And before you turn around and say it's a farmer's league, right? He's scored more goals this season than Mbappe, Messi and Neymar. Right? He's, I think he's a top goal scoring young player in European football right now. Mm. Right? If he didn't play for Arsenal, or if he weren't at Arsenal on loan, right, and he was just like a f over there in France, a French kid, people would be looking at it and saying, this wonder kid. Exactly that. Right? How much would he be worth? If Caicedo is like, you were talking 65, 65, 65 million pound, how much is Balogun worth? Exactly that. And, and when people scoff about... Um you know the French league. Our two highest, or two two of our three highest signings, have come out of there. Mm. Pepe come out of the French league and look at the Lacazette. Yeah. Right. We By the way, Lacazette's got ten goals. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. So well. maybe maybe only <laughs> strong as what you think he is. But like, uh, well, I think I think he just suits their playing to Lacazette. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Of course they are. Like you know what I mean. Like realistically, you know, impact we should be like scoring more than what he is. He's, he's obviously not, not having as good a season as he normally does. But listen. But Balogun's having an unbelievable, unbelievable season. season. And, and Balogun is one of our players, right? And I'm saying, how much is he worth now? 
Well, when you look at it, when you that's look what at I'm saying. People will look at players sometimes from afar, and if he was, if he hadn't, if he weren't playing for, Arsenal, we signed him there. Everybody would be going mad. And he was at, uh, he was at that Rams right, and like Rams turned around and they said 50, 60 million. Everybody go and get him. Yeah, go and get, yeah, go yeah, and get yeah. him. Yeah, he scored. Yeah. <laughs> you and know that, what I mean? The, so, the good thing about that now is that we've got like you know, um, look when you think about that, it's a great thing for us. We, we've had um, Saliba playing in that league. Mm-hmm. And now look at him. We, you know, we, if we play our cards right with Balogun, he could come back and be the. Uh, 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 you know, he could save us millions and millions of pounds millions, on another striker, especially strikers that are Stri- the yeah. most expensive. Uh, or, or if we do decide to sell uh, overpriced, it can fund us other things. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah. Another little good move by by dare I say it, Edu and, and, and well, there's like the that. same Edu that people are slating. Yeah, right. You know I, I mean? can't believe. I, you know, I mean. I, Honestly, I've, I, I just think some I'll people... I'll tell you another thing I've got to say just before that, you know. I remember, and this is where the Arsenal fans are so, so... have got to learn. People were saying, oh, I don't want Udegaard. I'd rather have... Um, um, Madison. Oh, Madison, like, yeah. oh, like, you know, and then, like, he started off. Oh, I've always back to him, I said, I can see a player in there. and No, no, we should have got Madison this mm. time and all that now. Now what are they saying? Exactly. What are they saying now? That's another Edu signing. Another, another thing which mean. they signed. Absolutely. Whoever picked that million. one out, whoever picked that one out and got that. We said who, innit? Edu, well, what, what, Edu who, and Mikel Arteta. Right, well, yes. Yeah, so, so realistically, for, if 30 you think it, for 30 million pounds. pounds. 30. Got him on loan in the first now? season. Got him on loan in the first season. Got him back. Waited to the to, got him back, and you'd rather sack the man because he just couldn't get one over the line on this one. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. What Listen, is what is what is he worth now? He's got hundred, he's, hundred he's million still about twenty three. Yeah, right. And they do that again. Listen, look at what's happened there. Udegaard, they liked him. They couldn't get him back at first, and then they did. So they do that with other players as well, like. But yeah. you know, have a little bit of faith in what they're doing because if I you look so. at it all around, they've earned, they've earned it. I Gabriel, think... where does he come from? Twenty-five million. Twenty-five million, Gabriel. And then it's all What's like he worth now. Hashtag Edu outlaw. I've had people turn around and me saying like, "Have you, you know, pull your pants up now from Edu?" Like, I've only spoken <laughs> to him. I've only spoken to the man a couple of times. You no, know what I mean? I mean, it's like you said, right? If if you if you was calling him in for an appraisal right now, I said, right, Edu, we're going to do an appraisal on the signings you've made, right? Listen, he's done brilliant. Yeah. He was like, part of the Pepe one, by the way. There was a few. I think the Willian one. He would have been part of. Was yeah, he was part of that. Of that yeah. Or was he actually? Yeah, he, I think he yeah, was. Yeah, I think he might. Well, that was a. But the majority of them: Ben White, Tommy Asu, Gabriel, um, Gabriel, Ramsdale, Ramsdale, Odegaard. Come on, you know what I mean, what, what more do we have to say? Like, like, like you said, some of the decisions with Saliba, you know, him and and Arteta making him stay out there for the yeah. extra period of time which we all was very angry about, but that's worked out brilliantly. Balogun now on his loan move. Charlie Patino on his loan move. I mean, come on. Yeah. I think that... Zinchenko, I, I forgot about Zinchenko. him. Jesus, Zinchenko. Who Zinchenko. Jesus. Apparently was... Um, Edu was one of the main reasons. Yeah. That he, like, and Chelsea I was tried Edu, to... But he was the one that pushed it over because of the yeah. Brazilian... Chelsea connection. tried to gazump it right um, yeah. before, before the deal got done. Um, I think he's done an excellent job and I think we've got to have faith in him. I think Trossard's a good signing. I think getting in a, a left-sided uh, centre-back was a, a very good thing to do. 
And I think this Jorginho one, I oh, think it's a good signing. Um, I, I, it's a short-term signing, 18 months. I've got no problem with it. And the one big thing that has got to be said why this has all gone on, right? And this is where I'll give him the credit. Wait until the next, wait until the summer. What have we not had? What other teams have had around us? Champions League football. This is all without Champions yeah, League very football. Good point. All these players... So next season, there'll be a little bit more pressure on him if we get yep. to the Champions League because there is but that... should be able to attract better players. But yeah, and I, so this is a man that's doing it with not... Oh, all the players want to come Champions League football. He has done it on Europa League football or no European football at all. Great and people point, want man. to slag him off and... and Make sexual indewanders at me and things like that. Like, I think it's, it's disgusting. You know what I mean? Like you know, and I, I'm saying like, back this man. Look, listen. We've all made we've we've you know, and I'll, I'll give all the fans their. We, look, listen. I've criticised Arteta at, at, at times, and, and in my opinion, rightly so. Do I criticise him now? Do I echoes like you know why? Because he's mm. doing the business. So give it, give that little bit of time and credit to Edo. And I, I think the club. Look where that. Look where the club was. When these guys come in to where they are now, we couldn't get rid of a player. Could, we couldn't. None of I our didn't players, like any of the players. Right? Plus, as well, our players, right, were worth nothing. We had to give them away. Yeah. Now, how much is Saka worth? How much is Martinelli worth? How much is Saliba worth? Gabriel, Odegaard. How much are all these players worth? Now we've got players that actually are if worth they did a lot go, of money. They would be worth a lot of money, and we could reinvest and start again. So, give them some credit. Yeah. Don't just go off of. The fact that Chelsea spent 100 million on this and 100 million on that and 60 million on that. and You know, as Kukurea worked out, you know, please check as, out. as a lot of them, like, Abamia yeah. is doing great. Abamia, Abamia like, yeah, you know. Mean, they've all got big contracts. Forget about that. As, as big money, as Robbie. They've got big money signings. Sterling, he's not, he's not on. They're all on big, big money mm. wages-wise as well. So when it comes down to, why is Abamyang still there? Why is Sterling still there? Because at the end of the day, these players ain't going, what about the CH one? You know, what are they going to do yeah. with him? Like, they have got to somehow... They can't uh, even register all the players. No, they've and they've still got to pay them. <laughs> Good luck with it. Like. Listen, you know, don't I'm, don't I'm, go I'm down happy. the Chelsea road. Yeah, if if we're ever running. went down that Chelsea road, I wouldn't be happy. Like. I'm not <coughs> saying like, you know, I've slag off Man City because they spend and spend and spend. But really, see, they, they looked at that Cucurella deal. They was in for him and they went, do you know what? He's not worth that. And fair play to exactly. him. Newcastle, as much money as they've got, are doing it the right way at this moment. Whether you like it or whether you don't. Like, yeah, you know what you, I mean? You know, man, That's you how it should be. You can't spend £100 million on a player. If we go in for Declan Rice in the summer, we might have to make a big investment on that. But I like the fact that Arsenal said, right, you know, if we can't get our guy now, we'll bring in a Jorginho for now. Yeah. That gives them their scope in the summer to go back in for a Declan Rice. But they've covered a very, very important area. 100%. You know. Anyway, let's get into our um, AFTV pick 10. Remember, the link is in the description. Um, I Bloody think game. it's, uh, what's it, £11,500 up for grabs this weekend um, in the pick 10. Right, so there's more people doing this now because, like, you know, yeah. it, 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 because, we absolutely bombed last oh. week. Oh my god, eleven thousand five hundred pounds. Um, last week there were some big winners, by the way. This guy GMO uh, STFC, he won one thousand pounds. He got ten out of ten correct. 
How did he right, do well, that? Well, can he can you get in contact with us and let us know how you doing that, this? That was in the you know that was in the Man City. Man, yeah, Man how City the hell was he done that? Like, you know what I mean, like, he got ten out of ten right. There were three lucky winners who won three thousand pounds each last week, and six winners who pocketed five hundred nine pounds sixty six each. Um, Incredible, lovely little windfall for them. You can get involved in this week. Um, there's eleven thousand five hundred pounds up for grabs. Scan the QR code on the screen or click the link in the description. How did, did they do that? Why are we not getting this lead? Well, well, uh, well no, we're not, you know I mean, I'm at my Saturdays now are, are becoming, like, I'm glad we got a game this Saturday because like, I can take my mind off it because I'm going into depression after these games. I think, right, I've got this one here and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scaling it through. Yeah, yeah, I've got the old green, like, uh, the green comes up, doesn't it? On, on, yeah. on, on the one you are, and I've got green, green, green. By the end, the only thing green is my grass outside. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm all like, no, no, mm. gone down, gone right, down. Right, let me run through mine quickly. <clears throat> Norwich versus uh, Burnley. I'm a Norwich fan now, by the way. I'm a Norwich fan now. Yeah, I, know. I like Norwich. Yeah, but I still think they're going to, ooh, I don't know. They're on form, Norwich. Yeah, so Burnley now, they're on fire. Oh, is it Norwich Burnley? Where yeah, is it at? Yeah, at Norwich. I've gone Norwich because I'm a, a Marquinhos man. <laughs> Marquinhos debut goal. Uh, Rotherham versus Sheffield United. Sheffield United for me, good local derby. Um, Everton versus Arsenal. Come on, Scott. Come Arsenal. on, can you, uh, Reading versus Watford. Ooh. Oh, I tell you, Watford have they've been horrible for yeah, in and out, aren't they? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to go Reading. Um, Aston Villa versus Leicester City uh, Midlands derby. I'm of It's a tough one, that. It is a tough one. Uh, to go Villa, I guess, because they're at home. Um, Brighton versus Bournemouth. I'm going Brighton. Yeah, I've gone Brighton. How good is that Matoma? He cost them like three million. Hey, it's crazy. He's goal at the weekend. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Brentford versus Southampton. Brentford. Brentford. All day long. I'm going to draw. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to draw. That's why you only day. get three or four. <laughs> Man United versus Crystal Palace. Ah, Crystal Palace, a way win. <laughs> you think? No way. No United way. haven't lost a game at home this nah, season. they're playing well, man. Um, Wolves versus Liverpool. This is... Oh. Now, I did, I well, did spend a bit of time. We'll come back on that one. I'll come back to that one. Newcastle versus West Ham. Uh, Newcastle. I'm going for a draw. Oh, Go for a draw. They had a hard game during the week. No, Bruno Guimaraes got sent off. Oh, yeah. Terrible right. tackle. Yeah, I'm doing my little tactics yeah, on Yeah, I'll see what you're saying. Uh, now, you know. Wolves versus Liverpool. I, I I, actually, in the end, went with Liverpool. Right. Then I'm going Wolves. Just to go against the grain. You never know. You never know. You never know. Those are my entries. £11,500 to be won this week. Make sure you enter... Click the link in the description um, to get involved in that. Lee, of course, we are playing Everton. Yep. At the uh, at the weekend. Remember Everton last year? Yeah, remember it last couple of years. It's not been good. <laughs> it's been terrible. Um, we used to do well at Everton as well. Like, yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Last year was bad. Oh. Remember that game? Yeah. One year up at half time. And I'll tell you what, in the documentary, and that's why one of the reasons that I've sort of... Uh, Went back a little bit with um, Arteta because he come in and said, if you don't pick your game up, you'll get beat. Mm. They didn't pick their game up and we got beat. Ed, Honestly, Eddie missed I, a good chance to win it for us yeah, and yeah. we ended up losing it. Aubameyang missed a chance as well, didn't he? Yeah. I remember, I think that game last last year against Everton, 
was our worst performance of the yeah. season. It really was. It was, we were so flat. And one for ages a day. Yeah, yeah. And we were so flat, lacklustre. And you can't go there and be flat and lacklustre. Now we're going to face at Everton that are on horrible, horrible form. <laughs> uh, but. Different Everton. They've got a new manager in Sean Dyche. Um, and they'll be hoping to get the new manager bounce. Although, it's interesting because the uh, the fans of Everton are still really, and this might help us a bit, they're still really disgruntled. I think they were happy when Dyche come in because he is the sort of guy who can save you from the drop. But they didn't buy any players in the transfer no. window, which I, I found unbelievable when you consider the position they're in. And... Um, this is a chance for Arsenal. Oh, massive chance. I think, you know, listen, their fans, I've always um, got a little soft spot for Everton and their fans have always been very, very vocal and all that. They'll be up for it. They'll be up for it first, you know. And because it's Arsenal, you know, Sean Dyche would be more, I'm not saying more confident, but he know that the fans will be with him for this game, you know what I mean? Whether Imagine if you're playing like Southampton mm. and you're 1-0 down after 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, the fans could turn. I don't, because you're 1-0 down against Arsenal, the fans will go with it all, all the way through. So I think it's very, very important we score early. I, I'm a big fan of Sean Dyche. I know, like, he, I, I think he'd done a fantastic job at Burnley. You know, when you go to Burnley, like, we've been there, and like, you go mm. to Burnley. He'd done absolute, absolute miracles to keep them in the Premier League or up and down, get them back up and all that. So... For me, I, I think they're going to be a different animal to what they have been over the last few games. Well organised, uh, and we're going to find it very, very difficult. I think it'd be a yep. tough, tough game. Their last couple of home games, um, they lost four-one against Brighton. Um, they lost two-one against Southampton. Mm. We've got to win this. Yeah. yeah. If, we, if if we're going to keep the pressure on, I, I you know what? I think all right. I think yes. When you go to Goodison Park. It is a, you know, I mean, their fans are, are really good. They create a great atmosphere. <clears throat> new manager bounce. They will be really behind the new manager. But as I said, they're still very disgruntled because mm. they're still very disgruntled with the owners because the owners haven't brought in any new players. Now, they don't score a lot of goals. That's the other thing about them. Um, I think if Arsenal do what we've been doing this season yeah. away from home, which is start really fast, which is something we didn't do last year. We started so slowly yeah, and was, passive against him, even though we did go in 1-0. That was 1-0 was a bit fortunate. Yeah, right? I remember it, yeah. Because yeah. it gets a run of play. We, both yeah. teams were dead in the first half, Yeah, right? And then in the second half, they came out and they lifted it and we did nothing. But I just feel that it's a worse Everton team than we faced last year. Yeah. Remember they had Richarlison and people like that. They haven't got those sort of players no more. The place... I think will be buzzing at first, but if they was to go a goal down or yeah, whatever, exactly that. it could turn there as well. Because, you know, not against the manager, obviously he's new, but against the board and everything. I'd be saying to, if I'm Mikel Arteta, I'm saying, let's get off to a super fast start, take it to them, really go at them in this first half and try and get a couple of goals. Yeah. Do what we did against Spurs. Yeah. Go out there. We've been we've Frighten been we've been brilliant away from home. I mean, yeah. previous to that as well, they lost at home to Wolves. I mean, they they, they their home form has been shocking. Yeah. So we we, we but say it's a different we say, team now. 
Different, different thing now. But it's got the same manager. team. Yeah, but he's got a different manager now. He's, I, 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 I think at times Frank Lampard, I, I, nothing against him, just didn't set him up right. They've got decent players. They've got, you know, um, Calvin Lewin up front, who, to be fair to, to Frank Lampard, has never been quite fit since he's been there. You know, they've got Pickford in goal. We've got two decent central defenders, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, uh, yeah. England, you know... He's got play players that actually won it. Um, Tchaikovsky used to play for yeah. him at Burnley. You know what and, I mean? Um, and, uh, Dwight McNeil played for yeah, him as well. So they've got things that they can work in an organised fashion. That, that, that Listen, they're going to come in there, they're going to defend and, and defend. And the, the good thing, I think, he's only had three or four days to um, work them. You know, so... Um, it, it, listen, if Arsenal... Go here and get it. Look, uh, this is such a massive game for us because yeah. we go. I mean, eight listen, they, clear. They, they, their best result in in yeah, the, you know, know what you're going to say on on New Year's New Year's Eve when they drew they drew one one Happy New Man Year, City. Happy New Year, yeah, was which a was great a shock. day that was, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a shock. Them yeah. getting a draw, but that that proves that if we're not on the money, and I remember on that day, Man City were really flat. If you're not on the money, yeah, they can come and you know, I mean, they can shut it down and they can be. You know, they can really be a hard team to beat. You know what I mean? But I just feel that if Arsenal are on it, and again, I like the additions we've added. Like all of a sudden, you can bring a Trossard off the This bench. is the thing, yeah. The, the bench is going to be strong. I don't know if mm. Thomas Partey is going to be fit or not. I think that I he I think is. he should be. Um, yeah. You know, that injury that he... That, that injury was very precautionary. Yeah. I, I, I was sort of behind it when it happened. Oh, of course you was, yeah. That like, was on the no, halfway yeah, line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What was that? In, in the Man City Inn, was you like? You weren't the Man City Inn. You were, like, were you? weren't the Man City Inn. I was in a... I was in a... What they call a... Like, it's like a neutral end. So it's right behind, we was right behind the dugout, behind the oh, Arsenal dugout. Yeah, very nice. Right? So yeah, there were a load of City fans there. So you see you mixing in, with David Seaman and... I was sat next to Niall Quinn. Niall Quinn. Yeah, until Cecil went and come and told him... Ah, oh, he's a disgrace, Get Cecil. out of my seat, you know what I mean? I couldn't believe that. Yeah. But I didn't tell you about the guy who sat in front of me either, did I? There's some Man City fan. No, go on. I had an argument with some, some, some guy, right? So one time he was on the attack. Remember when Trossard was on the attack? Yeah. And he laced that ball and and, and um, their keeper safety. Yeah. So I went, oh, like that. I didn't even jump up. And he turned around to me and he goes, don't you dare jump up. Really? So I said to him, I go, don't tell me what to do. I said, I was invited into this end by Man City. Because I'll be speaking on- Yeah, you don't, your, your don't win it on stage, you ain't like, yeah. yeah. So I said, do one, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? So he goes, yeah, but you don't. I said, no, nah, if we score, I'm jumping up. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Who are you? I said, just because you like making no noise, you know what I mean? Because it was so quiet. Yeah. They were very quiet in their end. But um, the other Man City guys around there were right, actually. Yeah. They, would give, they would give me a lot of stick. But they, it, the, the banter was very friendly, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, we just got to go to Evan. We got to take the, do what we've been doing all season away from home. Yeah. I think we'll win handsomely. I'm looking forward to it. I, like, I, I'm looking forward to it. Do you know what now? I've got to say and Last this. year when I went up there, I weren't looking forward nah, to it. Nah, do you know what? That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, there were games when you were travelling. That you was think, one of them. Yeah, you know, you know oh, thinking like, oh, Lost there last year. You know, like uh, Liverpool away, thinking, oh, girl, we've got to go up there and all that. But every game now, I'm I'm, I'm buzzing for it. Like, yeah. you know? Even like Man City, I will say this after that Man City game, I know we lost that game. But I come away a lot more confident that positive. we can, yeah, more positive than, than negatives, you know yeah. what I mean? And speaking to Man City fans, they're going, oh, I didn't realise you was this good. Mm. You know, and I think that perhaps, you know, we don't realise how good we are at this yeah. moment in time. Do you know what, do you know what, Lee, as well? 
Man City weaken their team. Because yeah, you think about they it. They haven't like, had a great transfer window, have they? They sold Cancelo. Yeah, strange. Or, or he's gone out on loan with a, with an option to move permanently to Bayern, but he's gone. I was looking at it, I was like, this, it's, it's, there's a few issues there because yeah. there are rumours that Bernardo wanted out yeah, yeah. on this transfer window as well. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting. He's had a go at the fans. Yeah, and... It, and, and so they've done a lot. I have show. to say, right, and this is not a dig at Man City. I oh, let's feel... have a dig at them. Come on, dig, <laughs> them. dig away. No, because I you dig know away, they're, they're, they're Robbie. Don't be frightened because they invited <laughs> you into a nice meal. No, no, no. What it is? Dig away. <laughs> what it is, right? Their fans are all right, right? But what? What? No, hold on, hold on. The fans that I'm speaking to. Oh, them, fans you speaking to? I had a lot of some good banter with them, but it was very quiet. I could see where Pep Guardiola is coming from, where he's saying it's very quiet there. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's come from they win so much and do so well over the years that there's an expectancy. When teams turn up, they just yeah, sat back yeah. there and go, right, entertain me sort of thing, yeah. right? And I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's not the same Man City. I think we could catch them cold. They got their game this weekend against Tottenham. I, I, don't, I, don't, I think Tottenham could turn them over, you know? Yeah. I can't turn over in their own people. Let alone anything else from it. Like, listen, all we got to do, I'll tell you what, someone said well to me, do our business. And I think Mikel said that. I don't care about anybody else. I'll tell you what, if Arsenal win against um, uh, Everton, right? Because yeah. I'm staying up there for I ain't even going to watch the Man City Tottenham game. If we beat them that game, I'm, I, what it will be, will be. We've taken care of our business, you True. know what I mean, and that's that's all. That, and I think that's good advice, you know what I mean. But five points ahead at the moment with a game in hand. If we could win that, and they dropped points, well, you're eight points with a game in hand. Then you're starting to look good. fourteen points if we beat them, like with a game in hand. Honestly, get the polish out of me, like your <laughs> trophy's coming, like you know what I mean. This, no, this, no, 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 I don't say that. No, but this no, we're too soon for get, that. No, and it is. We've just got to keep but driving, getting, keep, keep, driving. keep winning, keep winning, keep, keep winning. Putting this pressure. Is a, this on. is a massive game. This is one of the first. I think this one of the games where we go in front. We play before them. I, don't, I think there's yeah. not many like after that. Like, yeah. I think there is. I think Aston Villa. Villa, I think, Villa will play. Yeah, I think we're playing like a couple of hours before that. Other than that, we'd be chasing them after that. Like you know, yeah. like, following them. So I think it's important that we just keep winning, winning. And also like, you know, you know what it's like, Robbie, when we've been in the other, like, you know, if it was the other way around, oh man, City won again, oh man, City won again. Eventually it grinds you down, you yeah. know, and that's what we've got to keep grinding them down, grinding them down. Listen, I'm going up there on-, on um, Saturday. On, 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 yeah, went up, went up there on Friday with Man City. They are not, you know, they was all confident. Still beat us. They, they, that's they, what we got to remember. They did still beat yeah, us. Yeah, they still beat us, but there isn't that confidence of like, well, we're Man City, we're going to win, win, win all the time. Mm. Like, there is a little bit of doubt. We've put a little bit of doubt in there. Put a little That's what you need to do. That can't slip up against them. We've got to win our next yep. two games, so we go into that game against Man City five points clear. Yeah, well, listen, we've just had a really tough month, right, in which we've had to play mm. Man City in the Cup. Manchester United, Tottenham, and Newcastle, yeah. right? Yeah, this, this month of February, um, Saturday, Everton away. The week after that, Brentford at home. Um, then on the Wednesday night, we play Man City. Big game, but that's at home. Um, then we go away to Aston Villa. That's a 12.30 kickoff, an early kickoff. Yeah. Um, the following week, I think we play ahead of him as well, or maybe, I'm not sure what the time of their game is, but we got a three o'clock kickoff against Leicester away. Um, and then we kick off March 
with uh, Bournemouth at home. Uh, then we go Fulham away, Palace at home, Leeds at home. Yeah, got we've that. got some favourable games coming up. The Europa League's in... Yeah, in Europa League's in those, but we've got... We got Jorginho. Well, uh, <laughs> listen, we got like, Trossard. Those, those you know games I mean? are uh, big, big game. The D- Aston D- D- Villa D- games D- are tough yeah, game D- because D- they're, they're tough. There's some Emery. tough games in there, but they're winnable. Yeah, they're winnable games. I mean, we we could go on a little run from here. In a, oh, Robbie, don't you? you, you no, get, I'm just saying. Now, we could like, go on a little run from here that if we did our business in these games, the pressure would be heavily on. Yeah, you know, heavily on City if they, if they slip up. Yeah. So Everton this week we've got to win it. Yeah. Must win game. Must win game. They're all must wins, aren't they? Yeah, like but this is an absolute must yeah. win, I think. And on the road we've been good. We've been good on the road. The only, you know, but then having said that, remember the game against Southampton, we were very lost. Yeah, yeah. Points. You know, got a little lucky that game against lucky Leeds. Leeds. So we can't afford to have any of them type of games. There will be a bit of a new manager bounce, but if we start that game fast, I, I, I'm confident we can get the win. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna we're the better team. I'm going 3-0. 3-0? Yeah. 3-0. Where are you going? 2-0. 2-0. I'm going 3-0, man. I think there's going to be a lot. We've done well in the window, I think. I think there'll be a lot of confidence in the team. Yeah, look, listen, you know, I mean, the team's playing very, very well at the moment. And... Uh, you know, um, I'd be disappointed if we don't win the game. I'll be, I'll, I've got, I've got to say that because of the way we're playing. Yeah. You know, we, we, we are the team in form, and I think that's a, that's a great thing. That's one of the Man City fans said to me, like, you know, what I mean, said like Arsenal are a good team, Man City are a good team, but well, you've got the players in form where we've not, yeah. and that's a good point. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, listen, we put this. The, it's massive three points, but it's also putting pressure on Man City going to Tottenham the following following day, and that's what we got to do. Well, listen, we come to the end of the show today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, click a link in the description or scan the QR code to get um, involved with AFTV Pick 10. £11,500 to be won in the Pick 10 this weekend. Um, so uh, come play with us. We're going to be involved in it as well. Hopefully you'll be better than what we've been doing recently. <laughs> um, but look at all those guys who won all that money last week, right? So don't follow us. Yeah, and, uh, certainly don't follow <laughs> us. And also don't forget to check out all of our excellent content we got coming up, previewing the game against Everton. And then, of course, all the fan cams. Or I'll be interviewing fans after the game up there at Goodison Park. In the studio, you will have a chance to do your very own fan cam. Wherever you are in the world, wherever you are around the UK, um, in the full-time show. So make sure you get involved in that as well with AFTV Fan Zone. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next week, and hopefully we get the three points Come against Everton this Come weekend. On. The Invincible Podcast. Myself, Robbie, and Lee Judges come together once a week to discuss all things Arsenal. Straight talking, considered discussion, brought to you by the fans of the only club in football league history to go invincible. Sports Social Podcast Network.